episode of FKC Fantasy Hour. The patties have reassembled. We're all here this week. Uh, we are not having the Breakfast at Wimbledon edition uh, this week. We are having the old uh, It's Dark, It's Stormy, and fuck, everybody's gotten hurt version of the show. Uh, we're joined this week, as always, uh, by the Fat Kids. Uh, we have Craig. Uh, almost beat me in the Vampire League. Yeah. He was completely stacked too with Chase. I know. It wouldn't does. matter. It wouldn't matter who I played because I took Palmer out last minute because I figured if Dak throws one or two, at least one of them will go to more, um, whoever I'm going to drop in uh, my guillotine league because Ferguson sucks. Yeah, that's a tough pickup. Is uh, what's his name out there? The kid from uh, Houston. Who? Schultz and my, Schultz? my guillotine. Nico oh, no, I'm, talking, I'm talking about in uh in Vampire. No chance. Dalton Schultz, I think he is. I was gonna say, man, start starting that kid in that lineup. No, they gotta drop Kyron Williams. Oh yeah, he hurt. I hope nobody else picks him up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a quarterback the next week. Okay. Yeah, what are we one and five now? Only yeah, one and five. You're still not out of it though, right? Because I don't know how to buy. I mean, I haven't really looked, honestly. I think I'm three and three in that one. I only looked this week because I knew I was playing Craig. Yeah, I knew you guys were playing. Um, who am I looking for? Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. He'll be a flex guy. Yeah, it, he would be a flex guy. He would not be a quarterback. Yeah. Everything's no. a flex card. <laughs> flex distinguish. No, he's definitely not here. I think he's okay. actually. You might be on my roster. No shit. You drafted him? I might have. I don't even know. One of those garbage picks? I don't know. I might have. In my queue. All right. Well, he's not there. I kind of want to look and see if he's on my roster now, though. Okay. (laughs) Well, while we're doing that, guys, uh, if you haven't already, like, subscribe, thumbs up. Uh, You can find all of our uh, merchandise over at tpublic.com slash. Well, Huddle Up Incorporated does. I'm going to work. I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk to Jim this week and see if we can design a uh, FKC. I'll set up the table and I'll put T-shirts in a box. Nice. We'll sell them out of that. Yeah. Oh, you're going to say something else. Me too. God. Me too. What, what, what gives you the impression that I'm going to say something off color that might offend people? Never. I mean, do you not know who the fuck you are? Right. Have I you know not- who the fuck I am. I'm looking Obviously, at it right now. Yeah. I mean, there there may there may or may not be a league that I'm in with you that my team name is Craig Sterling League Killer for some of the things that you've said yeah. in a league group chat. So but I digress. I think we've like all in your, league, like in, in your league, but oh there's your team. Oh yeah, dead last. Yeah. I think we, we've all been in uh in a league where it's been, you know, dissembled because of Craig's antics. No, 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 no. Don't even don't you're, even you're bring up my Dude, my, my, my 18 keeper league, which was amazing. Everybody that was loved such it. Yeah, a good a league. league. That was my favorite waiting list. But I had to have a fucking mutiny because they had to have a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels before they came over for a draft. Crown Royale. <laughs> so it's my fault. Crown Royale. They stormed in and were just like, ah, we're hanging out really. January 6th, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking horns and shit. Pitchforks. You know? which, which one of them? Uh, <laughs> which one of them? Like, 
It wasn't big <laughs> fat man. This was semi skinny, skinny man. The Q, the QA, the QA run, fucking yeah. Yeah. fantasy football league. We're starting the gates. That's it. How come? No more <laughs> locked doors. You know, it would be kind of cool if they did like a QAnon draft. You just like, you know, start drafting. <laughs> That'd be fire. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe something you got put in your group chat. <laughs> Mike. Might have to might have to look into that. That'd be fire. Who are we taking with the first overall pick, baby? Matt Gates, dude. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Um, I kind of want to contemplate starting a a full fledged dynasty league, but I kind of want to like do like an eight team one where it's not like yeah, it's overload. Yeah. yeah, so might talk about that because I don't know how much legs the two quarterback league has. I, I'm agreeing. I'm not loving it. So we might we might revert we might revert yeah. the two quarterback into a full fledged dynasty league next year. But we can talk about that off air because we'll have enough to talk about during the off season. Let's talk about why you guys are here now that we've given you a five-minute uh, banter about um, randomness. It is the fantasy football week number – what are we at, six now? Yep. Seven. No, week seven. Going into seven. We are through six weeks. We are now into week number seven of the National Football League. Uh, by weeks again this week, um, a bunch of very important players uh, will I be on it. by this week. So let me bring up the schedule real quick. Uh, Bengals, Cowboys. I know both of them because I have quarterbacks in both of those teams that I now have to go find replacements for. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck that started playing in my ear. Um, let's see. So Dallas, Cincinnati. I'm trying to see here. Carolina, Houston, the Titans, and the goddamn Jets all are on by this week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> before we get into moving forward, uh, and who is eventually going to have to be the guys that you have to pick up to replace these guys? Which team needs this by week more out of the six teams that are on by this week? Hmm. I'll start with uh, I'll start with Ryan. I think Cincinnati, just because they're on a roll. You know, we talked about it. It's been the do we shelf them? Do we not shelf them? Where are we at in the division? I don't. Everybody I don't think we shelf them now. Nope, and everybody keeps falling back to them. I think they're probably one game at who's what's what's Baltimore's. They're 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 four and two. So and Maybe they own the tie. They technically own the tiebreaker. Own the tiebreaker, but we play them again. I was going to say there's another game to be played. So perfect time for Joey to get right. You know, give him two weeks to treatment, feel good, and see you. Uh, you know, two Sundays. And it's, and it's two weeks to plan coming out of the bye week. Traveling to Santa Clara, play mm-hmm. the 49ers. Yep. Huge statement game for you guys. Need them. Yeah. Oh, Everybody shit. healthy, man. I'm surprised they played T this week, but, you know, he must have. That one surprised me, too. That one yeah. really surprised me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the team that. Right. I'm going to say the team that needs this bye week more than anyone else right now. It's the goddamn Jets. <laughs> Why is Aaron Rodgers coming back? Is that what we're hearing? No, but they they win a game that, in all fairness, they had no fucking right to win. Oh yeah, the Eagles. And they did it, and they did it without DJ Reed or Sauce Gardner. Yes, which I thought I mean, was amazing. If you're telling me right now, hey guys, we just beat a team that played for the Super Bowl last year and is in the top three in the NFC in terms of Vegas odds and of best teams in that fucking conference right now, and you beat them without. Arguably the best cornerback in football, 
and another guy who's actually been pretty damn good playing on the other side of him. And let's not forget they almost beat the reigning Super Bowl champs as well. And they beat the Buffalo Bills. You know, this is one of those. This is one of those where get get the two of them healthy quickly from the concussions. And I don't know, man. Something tells me this Jets team is not going to go away. So, Craig, who needs this bye week more, the most? I don't know. Um, I like Houston. I think you, you look at you look at Houston right now, and you know they were number one pick. They had what three three wins out of total last year. Mm-hmm. Now you're three and three going into the bye. They have confidence in themselves. You know, get some guys healthy, and they're in a and very they, winnable division. And they yeah. come out of the bye week going to Carolina. Yep. Okay. Very winnable yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a road game. Road games are always going to be tough on you, but. You know, their defense is playing really well. Um, they just got to get that one game fixed. Um, but I think, you know, having the early buy and, prove, and, and you know, having them prove to themselves that, like, yeah, we can hang with the, with, with the big teams in the NFL. And like I said, man, you're, you're in a division that's very winnable. And it's going to be interesting to see how, the you know, the young kid responds with the full season. And, you know, it's not college. I know they play a little bit more now with the – championship games and they're looking to expand so you know as a rookie playing a full season in the nfl it's it's stressful uh you know those guys it's, it's the speed and the and the, the game is fast and it seems like he's getting it so give him some time to really study the playbook and open it up a little more and see what you got with them and like you said it's a wonderful division so i think you said that's perfect timing for him yeah yeah i'd agree um, all right, let's talk real quick. Uh, the injuries that have taken shape again. Uh, we talked last week at breakfast at Wimbledon uh, about Jay Jettis not being able to do the gritty right now because of a hamstring. Um, we're going to read off some guys here. Um, we'll start Buffalo, lose Damian Harris, concussion in a sprained neck. He was ambulance out of the uh, stadium. Josh Allen has a shoulder contusion. He's twisted his day-to-day. Uh, and last but certainly not least out of that one, Dalton Kincaid, currently in league concussion protocol. Um, Damian Harris going down, obviously not to the ex- the extent of uh, Matt Milano or Tredavious White, um, but if Josh Allen's shoulder problem and Dalton Kincaid's concussion problem become more serious, um, this might be a really bad time to be a Buffalo Bills fan and a really bad time to have a lot of these guys in fantasy football. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, well, that if, shoulder... anything, if anything, uh, Cook would benefit the most um, and probably Knox would benefit the most because he's probably going to have to get rid of the ball quick with shorter passes if he can't throw it that far. It's going to suck for Diggs, Davis, uh, those guys. Yeah, Gabe Davis, thanks a lot, bud. I fucking started you over fucking Jacoby Myers, and I lost my fantasy football matchup because of it. That no, that was against your girlfriend. Oh, I started. I I went back and forth between Davis and Myers all week, and I was like, man, all he's got to do is catch like one or two touchdowns, and they're gonna fucking run the ball all night. Fucking, they couldn't move the ball against fucking the Giants, and fucking Jacoby yeah. Myers had like fourteen catches for like eighty three yards and a touchdown. Fucking went for like seventeen points. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, but you weren't shit on the last two weeks prior to. 
No, I'm going to start him every fucking week now, and I'm going to fucking get kicked in the dick whenever he goes for, like, two catches for eight yards. <laughs> yep. Fucking Aiden O'Connell throwing it to him. More on that in a minute. Uh, Chicago yep. Bears, uh, dislocated right thumb for Justin Fields. He is listed as doubtful for the Week 7 matchup against the Raiders. Ryan, you can um, bench him this week. Fucking thank God. <laughs> I still won. I still won with his four points, Craig. You I still five. shit out of him. You still won by how much? Eighty. Yeah. And you left a hundred on the on ninety something on the bench. Ninety six on the bench. Yeah, yeah. He, he we talked about that on last week's show. And then that's why I had strawberry fields forever was mine. Between between the guys you started and what you left on the bench, what was the difference in points? Uh, I think we did the math. Um, I want to say it was. It was close. I think it was another like I would have got two ten at one sixty, so it was. It was about fifty know, points. Like yeah, another yeah. yeah, the quarterback I think wasn't that big of a disparity. It was just DJ was like, Moore shitting on every DJ Moore fifty something shitting on every wide receiver I, I could have put in. Yeah, I would have left ETN in. I think I would have taken out. Um, I forgot who I said I would have taken. Uh, Flowers. So yeah, Flowers had like seventeen or fifteen. Cool. So you would add an extra forty-eight. Yeah, four extra forty-eight. So it was one sixty. So it was like two and change. It was like two ten. Yeah. Um, and I could have talked so much shit to Manning. <laughs> I mean, you still could. I, buddy, I knew I was winning that anyway. It was a layup. Half his team was fucking out. So yeah, he has the whole Chargers just, offense. Yeah, it just sucks. We heard about that for four hours after the draft was over. I know. didn't get him a win this week either. Yeah, I just got a fucking fade Fields now. I, I don't, you know, I go from I'm never starting him again. Then I, I didn't I start him, and now I'm never going to start him again. It's fucking ridiculous with this guy. So, so life after Justin Fields for the one in five Chicago Bears is Jeez. Jason Bagnet or former. Oh wait, next season, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Oh wait, that's next season. Yeah, or it's former. Buffalo Bill Great, Nathan Peterman. Mm, let's go. Let's so, Dick Big Dick Nick or uh, Tyson Bagnett will be the starting quarterback this week against the Las Vegas Raiders. I want to know what the line for that game is going to be because can Vegas make it 11 and a half? Because if it is literally Aiden O'Connell versus Nathan Peterman or fucking Tyson Bagnet, um, what the fuck is that line going to be? Right, flex that to Sunday night. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Vegas, hold on. Vegas minus three. No, no, no I'm saying over under. Oh, um, why? Because Tyson Bagnet is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears. What the fuck do you mean? Why? Thirteen and a half. And a half. Oh, 37 and a half. Uh, under. Yeah, yeah. championship. Sign me up. So go the other way.com. It's going to be over. Hold on. We we both snapped under. They're going to score fucking 80 in that game. Never mind, dude. Start everybody. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell, launch him. Fucking Devontae Adams, launch him. There's no need to do a fucking DraftKings. Just stack them. Stack (laughs) every one of them. Tyson Bagnett, DJ Moore, Cole Komet. Light them up. Put them in the game. Jesus. Wow, that should be entertaining, boys. That's nope. I'm out. <laughs> Mark that. I might. I might find a way to sleep through that game. I don't even know how. <laughs> Obviously, we've talked about Deshaun Watson with his. I'm hurt, but I'm not hurt. Oh, but I'm hurt. Yeah. But um, see, again, we talked about it on last week's episode. 
this is what happens whenever you guarantee guys' contracts. They have nothing right. to fucking play for. Yeah. Dude. I'd hate to be. And I can't believe they beat San Fran, but even still, like, that, what does that PJ say? PJ Walker for like, fucking. Right. You just, for how much less? <laughs> well, can we just trade bad contract for bad contract, Russell Wilson, for fucking Deshaun Watson? That would just that would that would be it. That would be the perfect trade for both teams. That that or it's Deshaun Watson for Kyler Murray. That's not bad either. Bad contract for bad contract. Let's just fucking change scenery. That's a new playbook, I mean, guys. You gotta learn it. Justin Justin Fields for fucking one of them. Who gives a fuck? It's gonna be dog, crazy offseason, man. Dog water. Um Samaji yeah, P Ryan. Purdy looks like shit without his weapons. Yeah, you want to know why? Because I think me or Ryan can look good whenever you're throwing the ball to Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Yeah. I don't I mean, think Kittle even caught a ball, did he? Probably not. But he, but this is this is the problem that I have with mainstream media. I'm looking at you, Nick Wright. I'm looking at you. Fucking these tiers of quarterbacks. You have Brock Purdy on the fucking Patrick Mahomes Express. Yeah. Motherfucker. Tom Brady. <laughs> My ass. My ass. I mean, hey, Cleveland's oh, quick, is number one, by the way. Every, every now and then, I'll I'll go on uh, like Fox Sports One for the afternoon show. Speak mm-hmm. yeah. is did Jimmy Butler go to Nicholas Wright's barber? Yes, because they have the same fucking hairstyle. They right. both look like beautiful men. You wanted to say something else, but you were afraid we were going to cancel. Was, I was going to. You know, I know you were, but you were afraid we were going to get canceled. Can't say the R word here. I'm fucking cancel cultured. Nah. Um, <laughs> no, literally. Man. Yeah, well, literally, man, though. Man, man, you have prostate and testicular cancer. Man. <laughs> wow. Man. Man. Uh, David Montgomery yeah. expected to miss time with rib injury. Uh, it was also announced by uh, Coach Man Campbell. On Monday, that uh, Jameer Gibbs hamstring is tending towards being available to play Sunday against Baltimore. Let's go. Um, hey, there goes your draft buddy. Uh, no, finally. If he does not play for some stretch of the imagination, Craig Reynolds, only healthy Thanks. running back on the roster right now. Hey. Is this so, the best team in football? I, I mean, I'm going to tell you this, and I, I'm going to be it's on a, a serious show. question, by the way. No, no, I'm going to answer for you. I'm I'm going to be on a show in a couple weeks. Uh, our friend Kyle Nash, who is part of the Huddle Up podcast, has his own show, The Student of the Game. I have been accredited uh, the ability to pick the midseason and end-of-season awards with him. Um, I'm telling you right now on October 17th, 2023, that Aiden Hutchinson is the best player on the defensive side of the football in the 2023 season. He's better than Bosa. He's better than Bosa. He's better than Watt. He's better than Michael Parsons. Um, that dude is a fucking machine. Let's not forget about the kid from Cleveland, too. He's pretty good. I'll take Aiden Hutchinson. I, I, you know, you got my stamp of approval on that one. That's what he's balling. The whole yeah. defense is balling. The whole and 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 it's it's you have guys and and I'm going to use Michael Parsons as the example because. Uh, Big Jim is a Cowboys fan. Um, un- until that last drive, Michael Parsons kind of went missing in that yeah. game against the Chargers. 
Yeah. And they don't they don't have this star-studded offensive line. He wasn't going up against Trent Williams. He wasn't going up against um Jason Kelsey. He wasn't going up against, you know, these star-studded offensive linemen. He was kind of going up against your middle of the road offensive line. And up until that last stunt that he hit to get the sack that the, the play before the interception to seal the game, he kind of just was there. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson right now, I don't necessarily know it matters who you put on him. Mm-hmm. Rip move, speed move, spin move, dipping. I mean, he picked off a and pass then, that was behind him. Yep, yeah, yeah, and then move him around too. They'll line him up over nose. They'll line him over. Yeah, they'll line um, him over. You know. And, and I said this last season on the Student of the Game show when we talked the end of the year awards. I said in that show that I thought that Dan Campbell was the coach of the year. And I will believe that I believe right now that Dan Campbell is the coach of the year this year because. Dan Campbell is doing something that not a lot of guys have ever been able to do, especially in Detroit, and that's getting every person that puts on a fucking Lions helmet to believe in the fucking system. Oh, yeah, they drafted like fucking... Jared Goff was left for dead. He looks, like a completely, he looks like a completely different quarterback now that he's out of L.A. I mean, I know the Rams got the Super Bowl, but I think Detroit got the better now. Yeah. And you pair him with Amon Ross St. Brown. You paired him with uh, Laporta. You get him Sam you know, Laporta. The defense, like yeah, the defense, like you said, they signed David Montgomery, who'd been balling out of his mind until the injury. You know, if there's a team right now that I don't want to see lined up against me, it's the fucking Detroit Lions. Both sides of the ball playing fucking amazing. amazing. Lights out. Let's go. Um, I know who beat them though. Yeah, who beat them? Seattle week two. Yeah, barely. No, no, overtime. 37, 31. They're an awesome team. I like like I, I have the uh, I have the ticket. So like I enjoy watching that team. Me too. They're a fun team. They like, you know, man Campbell, dude. That's a that's a great fucking yeah. that's great. Because he's he's got those guys, they'll run through a fucking brick wall for this guy. And when, when, you know, when they believe in their coach, and this guy's been coaching them up for, for the last few years, and he's got an offense that's just putting up a shit ton of points, and, you know, their defense, they're just going to get better as long as they stay healthy. They've lost a few guys on defense already. Um, I think one yeah. or two for the year. I know they lost yeah. one of their top corners. CJ they lost CJ. They lost CJ. Um, you know, and they're still kicking ass. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. And that um, division's winnable. I mean, I don't see anybody competing with them. No, not I, think they, 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 I think they roll that division. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but it's funny up week twelve. Today I was on my way home. I was on my way home after the gym, and I'm listening to uh, the fantasy channel, and they're talking about how the most overhyped thing is power rankings, power rankings, power rankings. But what they were saying was, is that the Detroit Lions right now are the best team in football. You know, um, the Niners have some injuries to deal with. They didn't, you know, it's not super, like, you know, like they think they'll play next week. But you're thinking about an oblique injury with a guy like McCaffrey who's taking shots from all sides. Oblique injuries are not fucking fun to come back from. Nope. Um, they lose him. You know, Purdy loses his run game. That, that's, that's like where all of his, like, trust is. And don't forget you about know. the five, six catches he has for 60 yards, too. But do they play the Eagles this year? Yes. When? 
I want to say. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I actually have them right, right here in front of me. Hold on. Um, you just have a stretch where it's like Buffalo, uh, San Fran, and I want to say who? Dallas, like back to back to back. No, I don't think you don't, you don't play them. Yes, we do. We played San Fran this year. No, the Lions. Oh, I thought you said the Eagles. No. No, I think their well, schedule listen, actually. Listen to the Lions schedule going forward. At the Ravens, home for the Raiders, at the Chargers, home for the Bears, home for the Packers, at the Saints, at the Bears, home for the Broncos, at the Vikings, at the Cowboys, home for the Vikings. I only see one L in there, maybe Dallas. So, so you're telling me that the first round bye will go to the Detroit Lions? Yep. No, the number yeah. one seed will be Detroit. Two, three, four. <laughs> of their remaining games, five are against division opponents. Of the of of the remaining games, I see two games that they should be maybe even money to slight favorites. That's Dallas, and it is against the Chargers, and this week against Baltimore. Baltimore, yep. Well, and don't don't forget they're going to the Saints. The Saints' defense is pretty damn good. Their offense. That'll be a test. Uh, is well. Derek is Derek Carr actually going to be healthy? Because if he's not, I don't trust Jameis Winston. Yep. Don't know. So that's that's something we gotta look into. Uh, but uh, before we continue, um, game two is final, and you know, go Phils. Sing it, dancing on my own, boys. We're rallying back for yeah. another World Series run. It looks like go Phils. Um, all right, so. Indianapolis Colts. Here's here's the news of the week. Uh, last week, me and Ryan talked a couple weeks for AR-15. Jim Ursay yep. comes out this week, probably done for the year. Um, that means Uncle Rico's under center the rest of the way. Does this reopen the Kirk Cousins conversation? I thought Tennessee losing theirs might that might be the better oh. fit. Just because I could see him, you know, he's kind of he's kind of vetoing his no trade. He's, you know, I don't. For some reason, he wants to stay in Minnesota. I don't understand why. I I watched that quarterbacks documentary on Netflix. He's got a good life up there. That's the type of life he wants to live. But you know, yeah, you know it. Hey, we're talking about. Yeah, but I I think think Tennessee makes more sense just because that division's winnable. That's why I thought Indianapolis because they got the pizza. That too. I can see it, but I just think you ride it with Gardner, you know, because Uncle Rico. It ain't bad. He I'll keep you in the game. He's gonna lose you a couple too, but he'll keep you in some. I was gonna say he might throw one or two away, but he'll keep you in most of them. Yep. Um, I don't know. You got you know, you're just talking about Kirk. Um Jefferson came out and said he only wants to play wherever he plays. So I think those two. Oh, guys shit, I didn't hear that. He said something he, he only wants to play where uh, Tiger King. Oh, Jamar Chase. He's always fucking open. Yep. Well, then he, he, he yeah, uh, no, no, uh, fuck Dino. Um, <laughs> More like the Bengals defense found a way to win that game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Very true. I was wondering I mean, we, we shit the, the bed in the red zone, one for five. Yep. Um, but our defense played really, really well as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I look at it as we it was a game that if we convert two times in the red zone, you know, it's a totally different story. But 
Walter Their defense Walter. played very well. They got to him. They pressured the shit out of him. And Gino just never got rid of the fucking ball and just stuck it on his ass. Scrambled around, running for his I, life. I will say this much on the show, and you can hit the homer button after if you want. But I'll think I'll take Trey Hendrickson or Sam Hubbard probably over most of the defensive linemen in football right now, not named Aiden Hutchinson. Those dudes are fucking firing right now. Uh, I'll take Carter, even though I know he's hurt, but, you know, that's just a homer, too. I I mean, honestly, I love Jalen Carter, but I feel like give me him in, like, three years, I will probably endorse that as well. I like like my Witherspoon woman. Yeah, I'm happy with him. That's not bad either. No, that was a good game. And like I said, your boy Walker's all in. What was that? It's fifth week with a touchdown? Yeah. Five in a row? Yeah. I, I told you, man, the last two years. Last yeah. two years, that man has been working on the defense. Oh, yeah. And 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 one trade changed two fucking franchises. Because one of them is thriving. That's us. Yep. And the other yep. one is about to blow shit the fuck up. I mean, they were going to blow it up the minute they brought Sean Payton in because Russell Wilson and Sean Payton were never going to work together, and anybody that nope. thought they were was fucking retarded. Oops, sorry. Nope, nope. Didn't say that word. Nope, nope. Didn't say that word. Like I said all along, it's this diva bullshit. It's the I want it, I want my own this, I want my own that. I'm kissing babies and shaking names. The guy doesn't care about football. And we got rid of him. Super Bowl? Yeah, you nah, when he came out, his, ex, his ex-girlfriend thought she was getting paid for life. True, true. Before we continue, you, you, we, we talk about the Russell Carrington Wilson trade. Do you regret the Jamal Adams trade at all? I mean, we oh. dunk on the fact that you guys have slam dunk won the Russell Wilson trade, but I yeah. feel like the Jets have slam dunk won the Jamal Adams trade. What have those trade picks turned into? Though? Who were the who were the players that they got? Well, let's you know let's, if it. If it wound up being, you know, that they got sauce. No, I don't think I don't think that that was majestic from the trade. But it all depends on what you do with those picks and if they pan out. Do I regret the trade? I mean, he was getting such a stud at the time, but he's had injuries and then he comes back last season, tears his quad. You know, it's 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 not like if they drafted him or if they traded for him and they knew he had a bad knee and he's torn his knee twice since he's been there. It was two it was two things that happened and we'll see we'll see if we can stay healthy this year. The you know? the first pick that was from Seattle was traded to Minnesota in a trade. That trade was where they went up to 14, I believe. And at 14, they took Alicia Vera Tucker, the offensive guard. Okay. Um, so that one that one has been okay, I guess. I don't know much about him. Uh, the other picks in that trade were a, A third round selection, Bradley McDougal. I don't know the fuck that is, to be fair. Uh, that third round pick from you guys was, as I'm trying to find it here. 
Uh, that actually got traded in a trade also to the Minnesota Vikings. So, cool. Um, and then they had the first rounder the next year. You, you guys, this first round the following year. That was 2021. And then in 2021, that might have been soft. Yeah. 22. Uh, their pick was Sauce Gardner. The pick for you guys is the best wide receiver to wear a Jets jersey in the last 10 years, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you, you, yeah, the Jets right now, would I would say, are winning that trade with Seattle. Um, so, now I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the eight players the Seattle got in the trade for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. With, with the exceptions of Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, who they already got rid of, defensive lineman, and Drew Locke. Uh, quarterback Drew Lock, no band. Shelby Harris is gone. Okay. Offensive tackle, Charles Cross. Mm-hmm. Outside linebacker, Boy Amafe. Uh, outside linebacker, Terry Smith, who's a rotational guy. Uh, Devin Witherspoon. Pretty good. Uh, edge rusher, this kid, uh, Derek Hall. They got from, uh, what is it, uh, Auburn. So mm-hmm. he's a rookie. So those are the players that Seattle got. So, I mean, I, I would say, I would say with I would say with Fant Witherspoon and um, between the three of them and then the rookie oh, that you have right now, Cross uh, Cross is just coming back from uh, uh, injury. He played this past Sunday. He's all left, he was all left back on this Sunday. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. So you, you give an incomplete on him because. Obviously, he's been hurt. Give an incomplete that was his on first the first game back since he got hurt. That's what I'm saying. You give an incomplete to the rookie because you're trying to get him into the development. But between Fant and Witherspoon and uh, Offa, I mean, I, I feel like you've proven based off of how bad Russell Wilson. And I'm not, and I, you know what? I can't even say how bad Russell Wilson has played because there have been games that Russell Wilson has played out of his mind and the defense just find a way to give up more points. Um, if I, it, but if I'm Denver, it, when is the trade deadline? Is it today? Was it today? Halloween. No, I think it's next week. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Okay. I so think it's Halloween. Yeah. Because uh, oh, it's Halloween. No, uh, it's the week before Halloween. Time. I thought it was. Like I'm just. I'm you right now. I'm trading every piece I can. I'm trading Pat Sertan. I'm trading fucking Jerry Judy. I'm trading Cortland Sutton. Oh yeah, all of it. I'm blowing this it. bitch the fuck up. Yep. I think they said the one guy that's untouchable is Sertan. When somebody offers you fucking two or three first round draft picks, everybody's fucking yeah, touchable. Yeah. Um. Yes. Tuesday, October thirty first, four p.m. Okay. Well, you'll see Denver unloading then. <laughs> By then. Um. All right. So I guess before we get back into injury reports, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, where do they end up? Because I don't think they're Denver Broncos. Hmm. I, I will say this much. I think if you're the Houston Texans, I make a phone call about one of them to put on the other side of Nico Suave. And I might do the same Dallas looking to Jerry Judy. Just, uh, you know, don't look like Michael Gallup could catch much these days. And Brandon Cooks had a coming out party for the first he time. He did. Finally. Dallas. That, this, this, still this so fucking overloaded in, in receivers in Dallas now. I would almost um, trade and, Michael Gallup. I think. Yeah. Michael Gallup to fucking Carolina for a piece. 
That's all I was going to say for uh, for Sutton. Carolina would be a nice spot for him, but it, you know, Thielen's kind of the same guy too. So yeah, it's... Don't, don't forget Kansas City. Kansas City needs. Yeah, needs the Denver Broncos are not trading either one of them in the division. Yeah. Yeah, they the will, they will tell Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes that they can royally go fuck themselves before they trade either one of them in the fucking division. Yeah, we're not making the rich richer. Dude. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You want me to give you a piece that can get you to the Super Bowl? Sir, how about you go fuck yourself? Politely go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Did I offend you? Yeah, not happening. Uh, Jacksonville is another name. Depending on the severity of the Zay Jones injury, I think they could be in play. Uh, speaking of the Zay Jones injury, good way to pivot back. Non-participant yep. in practice on Tuesday. Trevor Lawrence was a limited participation in practice. Uh, the Jaguars remain optimistic that he'll play in the Thursday night game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, if he doesn't, um, load up the fucking Saints defense because I've got no idea who the fuck the backup is in Jacksonville. Yep, me neither. Yeah, honey, maybe. Uh, God, if he still has a job, I swear to God. Right. Um, CJ Bethard. Okay. So it'll be the Tanks Bigsby uh, Travis Etienne Invitational. They'll each have 45 carries because CJ. That's great for Evan Ingram. Yeah, that's true. Great for Evan Ingram. And I think Ridley had a good week. Balling though lately. Yeah. Ridley yes. too. Yes, they both have been playing pretty well. Uh, Brennan Schrafe, their starting guard, considered day-to-day with an ankle injury. Um, trying to see a Russ, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo undergoing more tests to, to determine the severity of the back issue that knocked him out of the 21-17 victory over the Patriots, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, obviously, Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer. Uh, last time Garoppolo missed a game, it was Aiden O'Connell. I would say that he's probably the betting line favorite to be the starter if Garoppolo doesn't play, um, I think they won that game with O'Connell at quarterback. Um, yep. So I would but say he's probably. It's a good thing Garoppolo's good looking because uh, he's not going <laughs> to have much more of an NFL career. And that guy's going to be that guy's going to be in some studio next season or the year after. That dude, that dude is for Gilay. Yeah. yeah All right, but I guess I guess it's time to get to the the conversation that <laughs> Craig is happy to have at one point. But I'm not happy to have at other points. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, Kyron Williams and Ronnie Rivers, both going to be out. Uh, it looks like Williams is for sure out this week. Rivers is out four to five weeks. They've brought in the trio of useless running backs known as uh, Daryl Henderson, former Ram great. Uh, Royce, he makes your mother moist, Freeman. And um, who is the third one? Miles um, Gaskins? Yes. Gaskins. Wow. Yeah. We're bringing in the fucking juggernaut of fucking mediocrity here to be the fucking yeah. running backs for the Rams. No, what's great is that people are going to run to the waiver wire and waste a claim on one of these guys. So yeah, good. I'm good. Pass. I'd, ra- I'd rather have the ghost yeah. of fucking Corey Dillon than fucking Royce Freeman fucking running for me. <laughs> That's a painful name for you, too, isn't it? Uh, I have PTSD. Okay. I hear that name and I start, I get up in the middle of the night and start throwing shit. Yeah, I still won that trade somehow. Makes sense. I still won that trade somehow. I don't understand. I somehow turned Antonio Brown pre CTE into Michael Thomas. Uh, I think Derrick Henry was technically their pick. Yeah, 
And then I cut Derrick Henry because yeah. he sucked the first five weeks of the regular season. Craig scooped him up and somehow turned him into like 14 pieces that are better than anything I have right now. Yeah, <laughs> I took him over and then I traded him first. You gave me Mixon and now I'm, and now I'm in the point of who do I pull off Mixon to because I don't want him yeah. to this I think you got Thielen too. I Ass. think it was Thielen and Mixon. And I have Thielen again. Yeah, I know. That's what's funny. It's all full, full circle, dude. Derrick Henry, like, you have him now, and mm-hmm. I don't oh, – Tajay Spears is looking yeah. good, but I don't know how much longer, like you said, he's my bell cow. I'm going to run him until he fucking dies. Can they – okay. If you're Tennessee, do you do you take phone calls? Yes. Absolutely. For Henry? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. If you're, okay. Everything. okay. If I'm so Buffalo, then... I'm making that his first call. I was going to say – he feels like a Buffalo. Yep. He feels like a uh, potentially a spot like the Rams, depending on if Kyron Williams' ankle is worse than what they're saying. Um, Tampa Bay. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. They need to run it back bad, man. They do. That's what's and, it, and, it, and it seems like somehow Baker Mayfield is keeping them in games, even though people said Baker Mayfield was the problem. <laughs> um, I, 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 I was uh, – Remember, remember back in August, we were doing the quarterback rankings. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm i aware. And I'm just glad they decided to start Baker over Kyle Trash. I mean, Trash. Yeah. My bad. Like I said, man, they gave, they gave him weapons. He's healthy. He had a surgery. You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got shit to prove. He wants to make money, too. Yeah, but he gets him into the playoffs. He's getting a $35, $35 million fucking check next year. Yeah. But you he know. don't need to throw it 54 times. All no. Right. Hand the ball yeah, off. Uh, improve, improve your run game. Uh, I.e. Derrick Henry. Henry. Derrick Henry's going to improve. Insert Derrick Henry here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go sign fucking playoff Lenny back. At least he was fucking yeah. running the ball. Well, what are you uh, giving up for Henry? A third? Yeah. I mean, what do you got? A year and a half left? You're going to eat most of the money? I, I mean, honestly, the, whoever trades for him has to say that this is their window. I mean, this this has to be the run that you go on to get yourself into a spot. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, if something unfortunately was to happen to to Joe Mixon in practice, like I would want Cincinnati to make that fucking phone call before Tuesday. Yeah. Same thing with Philly. I would. Uh, I, I still you know, want Swift, to make it. I yeah. think that would be great. I, I mean, let them both run wild in the playoffs. Have fun. Obvi- I mean, obviously Buffalo, like you said. Yeah. I get it. James Cook is is been good, but. You got a once in a lifetime shot to go get Derrick Henry and potentially win a Super Bowl. Do it, pull the trigger. You, you let you let James Cook be the the change of pace back yep. there. Third down, catching balls. Cool. I'm sorry, is Derrick Henry not a fucking upgrade over Isaiah Plachenko, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Jarek McKinnon? Yep. Yeah, but Pacheco Pacheco is working in whatever offense that system they're running out there. So, like, you don't you don't need to. If he goes down, yes, but. But, you know, this goes along with him that, yes, you're not going to trade him in the division, but nobody is going to try to help Kansas City. Oh, no, but if they're yeah. if they're the one that's willing to offer you a second-round draft pick and everybody else is offering you thirds, you of think course. it's the betterment of your organization. No, of course. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, it's it's kind of why I've said from the very beginning, uh, if, so, if Kansas City is offering you the 32nd overall pick in the draft for a wide receiver, fucking take it. Because what the fuck do they need the fucking thirty second pick for? Well, we're gonna trade out anyway. Yep. 
That's my point. So at this or point, draft some useless wide receiver, they're not going to start. <laughs> yeah, Sky Moore. Yep. Literally, I, I I just think that if 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 you're a team that needs a running back, that is going to be a difference maker down the stretch. If Tennessee sees themselves as out of it, you're doing yourself a disservice not picking up the phone and asking about Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Miami Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey, quote, far ahead of schedule from the surgery he underwent in July. Uh, could be ready to return to practice as soon as this week. Um, why? Right. Why are we rushing him? There's no need. Okay, no I need. just want to make sure. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. But you got to drop forty to keep up with Miami these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Devon Two Chains uh, expected to miss uh, the minimum of four weeks. Expected to be likely activated ahead of the Week Eleven game against the Raiders. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. ribs and finger was not activated on Saturday. Uh, he could be activated this week. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Minnesota, nothing new there. Same with New England. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, Jamal Williams has been designated to return. Could cut yeah, into the Alvin Kamara goal line carries. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that Jamal Williams, the guy who led the National Football League in touchdowns from the three-yard line or less – is not going to cut into Alvin Kamara's goal line carries. You both have lost your fucking mind. Well, you, you got a rented mule for a year, dude. Use him. You run his ass into the ground. Are Save you guys Jamal. trying to win football games? Or are you guys trying to, like... Both. Both. Because Alvin Kamara is not the guy that I want running the ball from the three-yard line. That's all right. You throw it to him from the three as well. <laughs> you want James? You want James Winston throwing the ball in the fucking red zone? Because I don't. What about Taysom Hill? Pass. I got a guy. I got a guy who's a fucking proven tush push version of a fucking running back. We said the same thing last year in fucking Detroit. Oh no, no, no! It's gonna be DeAndre Swift. It's gonna be DeAndre Swift. We all fucking drank DeAndre Swift Kool Aid, including myself. So I had him in my fucking fantasy league, and all I watched was fucking Jamal Williams from three yards every goddamn time they got in the red zone. At least 20 times. Not every time. 20 times. It just took him three times every time to get in the fucking end zone. That's true. Yeah. So that's up to 20. Well, sure. Hey, in baseball, baseball, one of the three gets in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Chris Olave toe was limited participant in Tuesday's practice. Uh, Demario Davis, a defensive linebacker, uh, did not participate. Uh, for the Giants, they have officially, um, but not officially, have they, they, I read something they put Daniel Jones on IR. And now I'm saying, seeing that they have it and that he feels better. They want to try to tank, obviously. Yeah. He's a modern-day Eli. Yep. Trash. That whole organization's trash, man. Start over. Breathing uh, all word. Can we, can, we, can we talk about our, our good friend, A.A. Ron Charlie Rodgers? Throwing a football. Come back. Come back. I swear to God, if this motherfucker comes back and fucking takes the job from Zach Wilson and leads them on a fucking playoff run, how fucking wild is A.A. Ron Charlie Rodgers? Well, see how good that Achilles feel. Yeah, man. I mean, we watched fucking Joe Burrow fucking throw it 54 times not being able to fucking push off his calf. 
first thing I did was change that field to grass. If he's coming back, I'd be like, okay, uh, you can't. Grass, so, you yeah. can't. The giant, the Giants will fucking fight you on that. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> That's my investment. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for I heard, it. I heard they didn't do. They didn't pick up the insurance tab for him, so the Jets are on the hook for like twenty mil. <laughs> yeah, it was too cheap to fucking pay. What he did? Spend some money, man. Got all blinged out with that chain. Sell that chain, bro. Get you some insurance for your guy. New grass field and insurance. All right. Uh, Pat Fryermuth uh, expected to practice Wednesday. Uh, if he does, keep an eye on him because I feel like he's probably a must start uh, when Pittsburgh plays because you know, fucking small hands can't fucking see over his offensive line to throw it to anybody else. Uh, TJ Watt tore some uh, muscles in his ligaments in his hand. Uh, not expected to miss any time. Deontay Johnson has been activated, uh, has been, uh, sorry, designated to return, meaning that opens up his 21-day window to be put on the active roster. Uh, another big one here, we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, mm. Christian McCaffrey oblique slash rib uh, isn't considered to be dealing with any long-term injury and could be available for the Monday night game, according to Adam Schefter earlier today. Trent Williams, their starting offensive tackle, avoided a high ankle sprain, is considered day-to-day. And then Debo Samuel shoulder is considered day-to-day. Um, I'll say this, if Debo does not play, that means that Brandon Ayuk is an absolute wide receiver one. Uh, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, I don't know that I start any person that's on the 49ers offense because it's going to be a long day for whomever's playing running back and whoever's stuck playing wide receiver because the gadget plays that Kyle Shanahan writes up for Christian McCaffrey makes this offense move, and they don't have a piece that put in that spot. Yeah. We, we saw what happened. Uh, Is it Mason will, or something? What's his I think name? It's, I think, uh, Elijah Mitchell. No, because uh, Mitchell's hurt, I think, too, isn't he? Uh, no, he's healthy. It he is, is healthy. It, it's Elijah Mitchell, it's Jordan Mason, and then Tyron Davis Prince. Yeah, Mason was the one who stepped in and, and played the other day. Uh, yeah, the bulk. So that's, that's obviously the one everybody's going to go after, but if McCaffrey's yeah. – you know, but it's the thing is, it's it's an oblique, and like you know, Mike Mike's a baseball guy. Oblique injuries in baseball; these guys are out for four, five weeks sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's everything. Four, it's, it's your whole. You can't do shit if you have an oblique injury. You know, if if he feels good enough to go, then hey, you know, go ahead. Um, I don't know if his body is going to allow him to put up a 30, 35 point type team. That he's capable of, especially against uh, Swiss cheese, um, uh, Minnesota. You know, um, if if it's the kind of game I think you go by game flow. If you, if you, if he's if he's capable of playing, but if you get up big early, just yeah, nah, dude, taking taking the night easy night. You know, limit the reps and everything. Try to get him healthy and see how he feels coming back the week after. No, I, I agree. I mean, but you, you got to see, and what sucks is these are Monday night games. So, oh, oh I have, you know, I have, I have Elijah Mitchell on my roster already. So I've had him oh, all season. So worst case, worst case, that's, that's time to in. use him. Yep. yep. Um, talking about Baker Mayfield, uh, coach Todd Bowles said Mayfield was diagnosed with a left hand contusion following the loss to the Lions on Sunday. Uh, no real tide table there. Um, Ryan Tannehill isn't expected to require surgery to address the high ankle sprain 
um, that he sustained Sunday in the loss. He, he is without a definite timetable for Tennessee as it heads into their week seven bye. Yeah, um, he looked like he was waving a bye on the way out. He looked yeah. like he knew that was his last snap. Well, I don't think that him coming back is going to take the job from whoever, whomever the fuck's going to play quarterback for them. Yeah. I, I hope to God it's Will Levis and not fucking Malik fucking Hooker or yeah. Malik fucking whatever the fuck his name is. Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Because mm-hmm. it ain't fucking Malik that, fucking that, playing that, quarterback. That, that guy that two years ago people were like, he's a guaranteed first round pick. Yeah, he's yeah. the guaranteed well, fucking lesser version of fucking Lamar Jackson. Cool. Oh, yeah, he's fucking Trey Lance, dude. I want all my picks back, you pancake eating motherfucker. <laughs> it's the second time we've referenced that. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Say it with me. You get both. Oh. <laughs> all right. So that's that's the base of your injury report. Um obviously. The big question here is you have a Monday night Christian McCaffrey uh, situation. Uh, I will tell you, have somebody that's on speed dial ready to put in your roster on on Monday night, whether it's a member of Minnesota or a member of San Francisco. I would advise putting McCaffrey in your flex spots. So you can flex him out for anybody that you may have available on, on Monday night uh, if he does. Real quick, real quick. Don't you love playing people who put like the Thursday night guy in a flex spot? Yeah, they're idiots. I I, mm. I just absolutely love that shit. I love it. I really? Yeah. Do. So so if you're if you have if you are a Christian McCaffrey owner, um, I would suggest picking up someone that plays on Monday night that you are not putting in your starting lineup. Uh, have them stashed, ready to go in case you get the text message that Christian McCaffrey is inactive, um, and then load up somebody else in that response. Um, personally, I'm staying away from the Saint, the, excuse me, the Los Angeles Rams running back purgatory is what it feels like for a week. Hopefully Kyron Williams comes, excuse me, comes back in a week. Um, if it's longer than that, I don't want Royce Freeman. I don't want Miles Gaskin. I don't want Daryl Henderson. Um, I'm good. Hard pass. Uh, I'll trade assets to go get a running back if I need one that bad. Um, I'm not going to just punt off bad budget or, um, you know, a high waiver claim that I could screw myself out of somebody next week to go get a guy who may be a rental, you know, a one week, two week kind of guy. I'm not one of those guys that jumps at that stuff. Um, You know, I kind of save my budget until, you know, I lose a guy that I need the, the replacement increasingly bad. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I can see if Todd Gurley's available. <laughs> is Cleveland actually going to start using Kareem Hunt? Can we can we trade for him? I think he had a touchdown, uh, a swing pass. Oh shit! All right, PJ Walker bringing out the best out of everybody. Yeah, I'm right. trade Ford. <laughs> yeah, who wants Jerome Ford, boys? No, you um, tried that right. already, Craig. It didn't work. Yeah. Could have had fucking my guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, real real quick. Top 10 PPR quarterbacks. Uh, we'll go one through 10, and then I'll let you guys tell me if anyone surprises you being in the top 10. Uh, Jalen Hurts is number one. Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tungavailoa, Josh Allen, J- 
Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Russell Wilson. Mm. Yeah, Lamar. Why, why is he always top 10? I mean, I'll he tell you why. The rushing No, I mean, I'll tell you. I get it. I understand that. I understand that. We brought Justin Herbert. Extra six to eight points. It's huge in fantasy. I, no, I was just, just going to say because there's too many teams on by to not have him in the top 10. Not too. That would make sense. But what I mean, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you, is Russell Wilson, then yeah. All offseason, pay the man, pay the man, give him the money, get guaranteed money. And they're 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 you know decent, you know, at best. The fact that the, people away this year. I mean, honestly, I'm more surprised that Russell Wilson is ahead of the following names: Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff. Yep. How is Jared Goff not in the top ten? How is Jared Goff 17? Right. <laughs> and there's only 24 starters. You're telling me right now on Tuesday night that he is the only people that are under Jared Goff are Josh Dobbs, an injured Daniel Jones, small hands, Derek Carr, Brian Hoyer slash Aiden O'Connell, Desmond Ritter, and Tyson Bagnett. Mm. Trash. Yeah. Put him up. Fucking, yeah. Did the, you the know what? Time. No. No, you know what, ESPN? Keep disrespecting him. Someone want that motherfucker to throw it all over your fucking dumbasses. Yep. Clowns. Speaking uh, of which, we didn't do our Desmond Ritter watch. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll put that in the final segment. Uh, week week seven running backs. Uh, obviously, Christian McCaffrey at number one, but that big Q next to his name will keep a question there. Austin Eckler, Kenneth Walker, Raheem Mosert, Josh Jacobs, Travis Etienne Jr., Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Isaiah Plachenko and DeAndre Swift round out your top 10. I'm going to start here. The fact that Austin Eckler is the number two running back after the display of mediocrity that he had on Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. I get it. That's a really good defense. But I also understand that they're kind of snap counting him. Yeah. They're kind of holding his hand a lot right now. So I don't necessarily know why he's in the top three. Um. I don't love the fact that DeAndre Swift isn't higher. I get it. It's Miami. I get it. It's a good defense. But I think Philadelphia is going to try to run the ball a lot to keep Miami's defense on the field. Because like we said, you're not going to win a track meet very often when you got two fucking four by 100 uh, uh, sprinters on the outsides. You got to hang 40. You got to at least hang 35. And if you're not going to hang 35, you better have about 35 minutes of time of possession. And how do you do it? 18, by running the football. 18, 17 play drives, running the football. Enough with the Chewing trick plays, Bert. Run the dang yep. ball. Run the dang ball. That's kind of where we're at right now. Run the dang ball. Uh, anybody else in the top 10 that's questionable? No, not really. I mean, I love, I mean, I get it, Saquon and all, but these, think, they just have no fucking offense. I think that's true and because it, it, if if you, if no if the team's not afraid of, of what you have on the outside because all they have is slot receivers on giants, like do you think that's the man in the box for Saquon? It just kills the value, you know, that you're gonna go out and put this guy in a DK lineup and pay up yep. for him because of my of me. And what does this do to his value next year now? Now he's gonna want to try to get paid again. And he's gotta be fucking I really got put in this situation. I'm getting paid my money, but this does nothing for me next year. His value is probably going to be worse than it ever has been because he's going to be in a shitty team with no help. 
Yeah, but I think but I think he's just hoping on the free agency. Yeah, I don't think the Giants, I don't think the Giants want to go through this again with him. And that's why I think you shelf him, man. If you're trying to tank, you don't want fucking Saquon out there trying to be a hero. No, but you gotta hope that you know maybe you can trade him, trade him now. Yeah, maybe get something for him before the offseason. If you can't get anything for him after after Halloween, you start limiting the carries. Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll just you know if well, or then again, maybe you just run him into the ground and just be like at the end of the season, no matter what. Yeah, right. fuck we'll it. Pull the album come yeah. on. Here's your eleven mil. Yeah. Uh He's we'll, not we'll get do... the incentive, though. No, he won't. <laughs> not on that fucking team, he won't. Top 15 wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen are your top five. Then you have Amon Ross, St. Brown, Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddle, Puka Nakua, DK Metcalf, Devontae Smith, Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown at 13. Brennan Ayuk, Chris Olave round out your top 15 for this week. Um, I don't love the fact that Michael Pittman isn't in here because if you know that Uncle Rico's throwing the football, you know he likes to throw the ball to Michael Pittman. Um, yes, he does. He's proven that. I don't love that. I feel like he should be higher on this list, especially with Olave being questionable, especially with um, you know the the Mike Evans if Baker Mayfield's Injury is 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 something that may limit his throwing ability. Um, same with Brandon Ayuk with the with the Debo Samuel, you know, question mark. I feel like that's something you got to look into. Hollywood Brown in the top fifteen. I mean, I get it. Hollywood's played well, but I think if I'm sitting here looking at Hollywood Brown with Josh Dobbs or Michael Pittman Jr. with Gardner Minshew, I think I'm going MPJ and fucking Uncle Rico. Um. But not necessarily anything that's like outlandish here in the top fifteen. No, I, I don't know. I think Devontae maybe takes takes a little bit of a hit if uh, uh, what's his name is uh, is out. Garoppolo is out. I come, what does it, does anyone remember what week? Uh, Garoppolo didn't play. I'm trying to remember what week it was that Garoppolo yeah, did. It was play. against the Chargers. I want to say week three or four. So it was a 24-17 loss. Yeah. Yeah, because Khalil Mack had six sacks. Herbert yeah. had three touchdowns. The stat line for Devontae Adams in that game alone. 13 targets, eight catches, 75 yards. Um not terrible. I'll take Aiden O'Connell o- o- threw for 238 yards on 24 completions. Josh is, Jacobs had eight and Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah, but Josh, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams had 16 of those catches. So, uh, and then the following, I'm sorry, the week before against Pittsburgh, uh, he had 20 targets, had 13 catches for 172 yards and two touchdowns. So I feel like people, the ESPN people, are sitting here and they're kind of like, he's got that in him. We kind of have to give him the respect of putting him in the top. Yep. I get I it, it's Aiden O'Connell. I get it, it's Brian yeah. Hoyer. I get it, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. But it's but Tay. Still yeah, he's still him. It's Tay. Like, you can't you can't disrespect Tay. Um. So, yeah, I don't, have, I don't necessarily have an issue with him being in the top ten. Um. Obviously, you know the our our favorite segment here, the tight ends. Where if you don't have 
Travis yeah. Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, Mark Andrews, or Sam Laporta. Who gives a fuck? Yep. Move on. Goddard's hey, uh, been, been good the past few weeks. He's, he's, yep. He's Goddard is five. Goddard is five. So after five, you you enter the world of Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, George Kittle, Cole Komet, and hey, guys, I finally found the end zone, Kyle Pitts. Yep. He's alive. Logan, Logan, Logan Thomas is good until, you know, the Billy Bob uh, counter goes off. Jeez. You know, Miss um, Davis, you got a problem with me? <laughs> That's what fucking Logan Thomas says after he gets a concussion. He just comes back to the huddle. Miss Davis, you got a problem with me? Coach said it's okay to bleed from the ears. <laughs> fucking 10, Miss Davis. Fucking 10. Logan, what the I fuck are you talking about? Fucking 10. All right, Billy Bob. What the fuck? Uh, uh, nobody gives a shit about kickers, obviously. Uh, nope. top, top 10 defenses. Buffalo. The Browns, the Commanders, the Giants, the 49ers, the Raiders, Buccaneers, Rams, Seahawks, Jaguars. Yeah, standard. And I mean, honestly, <laughs> a lot of it's because of who they're playing. Yeah. Bills against New England, Browns against the Colts, Commanders and Giants playing each other, uh, the Niners playing a Minnesota team without Justin Jefferson. The Raiders playing a Chicago team with Tyson Bagnett being the fucking starting quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sleep like, on that Lions defense. Nope. Playing the At, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the, uh, I, I'm not going to say that this is a measuring stick game for the Detroit Lions. But if they can go out there defensively and contain Lamar Jackson and make him beat them with his arm, then you have to be happy no matter what the outcome is. Yes, and the, and here's another thing: they win this game, they win back to back road games, going to six and one. I mean, yep. <clears throat> now you're showing people you can win anywhere. Yeah. So, like you said, with that schedule coming up, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody's favorite segment, uh, me versus Ryan, as we talk about Let's the go. Desmond Ritter experience. Let's go. How the fuck did they let him throw the ball that many times this week? What was that, 54? 47 <laughs> pass attempts. 47, okay. I know he it was went, close. He was 28 of 47 for 307, two touchdowns and three interceptions. How many, uh, he, how many rushing touchdowns? No rushing this week? Uh, this week, I got to click over to rushing stats. Uh, two carries for 18 yards, no tutties. Nice. So his regular season so far, 130 of 203 for a 64% completion ratio. Got him. 1,380 yards. Let's go. Six touchdowns, six interceptions on the Perfect. throwing end of the ball. Um, I, I And then right now his rushing, uh, 20 carries, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. So eight uh, touchdowns over a thousand. We're we're close. So according to ESPN, they do their uh, projections. He is projected right now to finish three sixty eight of five seventy five, sixty four percent completion ratio, mm. three thousand nine hundred and ten yards. Get him. Got 17, the 17 touchdowns. Got 17, the Seventeen interceptions. Yeah, I nailed the ball. I, I and I hit the over on fucking interceptions too. <laughs> yeah, you did. Smash the shit out of that one. 
Buddy, that's um, if he makes it all the way through the season. Okay? Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think he gets murdered by an offensive I think this segment might be ended in two weeks. Yeah. The fucking uh, watch. He held the clipboard for fucking yeah. 60 minutes. We, yeah, we watched him. He looked real good holding that fucking clipboard. Um, this could be ending real soon, I have a feeling. It's so bad. Um, all right, so I want to bring this up because I just found this on Twitter, and then we'll wrap up with our uh, DFS fun. Um, there's a report coming out from Don Clemen uh, on Twitter. You can follow him at NFL underscore. Reports coming out. Caleb Williams wants partial ownership from the talking, NFL team that was so, talking about this. So, so, so we didn't. We weren't talking about it on here. So, I, I no, I know, but I, I forgot who we were asking. We were saying they should get partial ownership. Like I thought that could be a thing. So, it's fucking nuts. Caleb Williams yeah, wants partial ownership. Aaron Rodgers. That's who yes. it was trying. Yes. Yeah. Aaron Charlie Rodgers attempted to secure equity during his contract discussion with the Jets, but the NFL stepped in and said it wasn't allowed. I think Tom uh, Brady tried it too. Pro Football Talk reported in July that Caleb's representatives have been making it known that Williams wants partial ownership of the team that selects him in the 2024 draft if he declares for the draft. So let me be the first to formally announce this uh, on October, now October 18th, 2023, with the first pick of the XFL draft, the Houston <laughs> Roughnecks select Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC, because you're playing yourself right out the league, dog. Yep, already. I mean, this this goes right along with what I've always said about Kyler Murray. Oh, you're not going to do this? I'm going. Seriously, like, why do these guys think that? Like, they can take. Listen, I, I don't know who I said this to. They own a day of the week. You are not going to tell these people what to do. Yeah. Okay. It's, For it's seven just, months just, out yeah, of the year. Just, Jesus comes second on Sundays. <laughs> it's a young and, age and you now. Think, expensive entitlement. You think, listen, you think just because you're some fucking hot shot out of USC, you're wrecking it. You're playing against defenses that give up a lot of fucking points anyway. Yeah, he so wrecked it. Now, yeah, he, he wrecked he it on the road. And he was at fucking Notre Dame when he did three picks. Fucking garbage-ass um, motherfucker. 48 to 20. But, Got him. But I get it. You know, listen, this, this is like this... NILs or whatever those things are. I'm an old man right now. I don't know this yeah. shit. But yeah, the- you're giving high school kids money. They're making money in college. So they're coming out with all this. I got the biggest fucking balls in the world. Okay, that's great. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. And he get drafted and he, go get paid. Yeah, he already stated he, he makes more money with the NILs than he would in fucking rookie year. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. Because we're all yeah, You know what? You know what? And if I'm a team with the number one overall pick, I don't want a guy who on the road goes to Notre Dame in a fucking revenge game and goes 23 of 37 for 199 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. I don't want him. Yeah. This ain't Cal, bro. <laughs> this ain't Arizona. Yeah, you ain't, yeah, this ain't Stanford. Right. This ain't Colorado, oh, wait. my guy. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to go drive for drive with Oregon or Washington. That ain't going to fucking happen either. Nope. nope. The kid is overhyped. He's yep. been overhyped. He was overhyped at fucking Oklahoma. Let's just fucking call a spade a spade here. Mm-hmm. I get so it. Lincoln it's Riley. cute. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's cute. It's the, he played quarterback at USC. It's like saying, he played running back at Alabama. Doesn't fucking matter. Caleb Williams is not Carson Palmer. Yep. 
He's coming out like he's fucking Tom Brady with seven rings. That's what I'm getting. Like that's what I was. That's what I was getting to. He's Matt Leinart. Yeah. He ain't Carson Palmer coming out of USC. He ain't nope. coming like oh I won the I won the Heisman. Motherfucker will be lucky to be invited back to New York this year. Yeah. You should have cashed in when all your chips were at its highest. You won the fucking Heisman. You should have fucking came out then. Because now. Sam Hartman's better. Notre Dame. Uh, Drake May out of North Carolina. Better. That was going to be my name. Yeah. Um, those are the two that I can just list off the top uh, of my fucking dome. Jeffrey Washington. Michael Penix Jr. Better. Yep. Bo Nix. He might even win better. that. Yeah. Uh, Michael, uh, I said it on Huddle Up. I said it the week after their second game. I said, this is the Michael Penix Jr. coming out party, and he is now the favorite to win the Heisman, and he just keeps proving me right. Me too. I agree. I'm on board. The kid's a fucking stud. And zip on the ball, man. Ooh. Yeah. He is spinning. Lamar Jackson with better throwing assets. And deeper ball and accuracy. Like, yes. Throws it outside. Absolutely. Sign me up yeah. for the Michael. You know what? Here. I want him to come out if I'm Chicago because I want him and Marvin Harrison to play with fucking DJ Moore. I don't want Caleb Williams. Nope. I don't want Eli Manning 2.0 where it's like, hey, you know what? You have to take me at number one, but I don't want to play for you. Okay, I then go back to fucking yeah. USC, you prick. Yep, that's Craig's. You know, and I think it has, like, Craig, I think it's everything to do with that sense of entitlement now. Like, this younger generation, they just fucking, everything's made into them at age, you know, whatever. And you just, now it's just getting worse and worse. It really is. I'm a big fan of no man's body, but I like, you know, man, some of the shit is just, I like, seriously, like, how do you think that you're going to, like, just, no, the NFL is going to do what I say. No, they just yeah. don't fucking draft you, dude. It's a little bit bitch. Pretty much, like you said, XFL, USFL, they got, oh, yeah. oh, they got the 2028. They got to play football to, uh, in the Olympics. Go out for that, buddy. He can't wait. You, you better come out. He better have. He better have his representative come out and say, "Oh no, no, no! It was a joke." Come out and say something quick. Because NFL, NFL got yeah. NFL got well, no, fucking... What's going to happen is like this shit's going to hang over this kid's head every time he has a bad game. You know that's it. Oh, who, you, who do you think you are? Bury yourself. It, 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 I was going to say NFL so, ratings so, went down so and let's, Travis let's, and fucking Taylor got together. Now so everybody's watching on. football. Let's 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 talk Fuck about the NFL. The, see what happens. Let's talk <laughs> about the final happens. stretch here for for Caleb Williams versus Utah this week. Johnny, yeah, give me Johnny. two. SC playing Ohio State. Oh, he's good. Oh, this is the game where he turns his knee back uh, ninety degrees. Yep. <laughs> On the road at Cal. Then it's the fucking trio of death to finish it in the Pac-12. Yep. Home against Washington. On the road at Oregon. Home against UCLA. Good luck. They don't play in the Pac-12 title game. Nope. He doesn't get invited to New York. And they get fucking rolled back-to-back weeks by Washington and Oregon. Fucking rolled by both of them, mm-hmm. and then Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley, and Caleb Williams will then look at each other and go, "We probably should have stayed in the Big Twelve, right?" Yep. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. They're going to the SEC next year, so maybe not. <laughs> That's why they left because they knew they were going to be yep. able to fucking hang in there. Either. Exactly. Exactly. Might as well try our luck out here. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Daily fantasy roster. Um, Sunday slate only, obviously, because Thursdays it, it's the captain and the the extra one. So, uh, full slate of games from Sunday. Give me a quarterback that's a must start and give me a value pick. Uh, Craig, I'll start with you. Uh, get on okay, then while you're looking it up, um, I'll go with my must start. Um, and it's weird because he's going off at 6,400. Uh, I'm going to take Jared Goff against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, my value selection here. Um, Depending on the health of the hand, uh, I would say either Baker Mayfield, who's at 5,300, or our good pal Uncle Rico, um, even though it is against Cleveland, he is going off at 5,200. He's going to have to get the ball out of his hands very quickly. uh, And they're going to be down, I think, in that game. So, you know, you might get some late Uncle Rico. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go Homer with my must-start with Gino. Homer, at Homer, Homer. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna go Homer because he's got to. He has to bounce back in a big way. Um, because if he has another stinker, it's just like, you know, then it's gonna start with the they wasted the money. You know, he's not the answer. They're gonna need a quarterback. All of this. Have a big game. Have a nice six thousand dollar game, and uh, get your ass back. And you know, let's go Seahawks. <laughs> and and, and you know, for for a little bit cheaper. I would go Sam Howell at 5,500 against the Giants. I know the Giants' pass defense is pretty good. I watched them live. Their 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 pass defense is pretty damn good. I'll give them that. Everything else about that team sucks. Uh, that's why I like my quarterbacks. Rhino, I think it's got to be Tua. I know it's probably expensive as shit, but guy hasn't you know against the Eagles. Banged up uh, secondary. That, I'm sorry, that's a Sunday night game. Oh, that is a Sunday night game. You're right. Yep. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'd probably go. I could Jared Goff too. Uh, I, uh, that's a good start for me. Matt Stafford isn't a bad one against Pittsburgh. That's who was. Either. That's who I was going to say too. Matt Stafford just been balling lately. And if they're and if their running backs are down, they're probably going to ask him to throw the ball a bunch in that game. Yep. It must be a good quarterback to have in like a remedial league. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad, dude. Uh, Jack on the bench. Thanks, Ted. Yeah. Oh, by the way, on the bench. Guess who, on the bench. Guess who dropped that? Teddy. <laughs> when I say week five, weeks he'd be on the waiver wire. Got him. Um, I, yeah. uh, all right. Running backs. Uh, my must start this week is a guy who has turned it up the last couple weeks. Uh, Bijan Robinson of the Atlanta Falcons uh, oh. at, at Tampa Bay. Um, I think that this is a game where you saw how many times Desmond Ritter threw the ball last week. You're not winning games when Desmond Ritter throws the ball that much. You got to get back to running the football. I think this is one where Bijan is a guy who could be a yeah. uh, unsung bell cow here uh, for a cheap pick. Um, I'm looking more at Craig Reynolds of Detroit. If Gibbs and, Obviously, Montgomery's out, but if Gibbs is is somewhat questionable going into that game, Craig Reynolds at 4,900. Um, otherwise, it, it's I, I like Kareem Hunt. I mean, I know it's very touchdown dependent, 
um, with him right now. Um, and obviously, if um, Aaron Jones doesn't play, A.J. Dillon is probably a must-fire for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm go- I, I agree with you on the uh, Craig Reynolds for the value. Um, even if – I think even if uh, Gibbs plays – you know, he'll probably be limited on a limited snap count coming back from that hammy injury. Um, and my must start is uh, another Homer pick because yeah. Homer, is, Homer, Homer is just an animal, bro. The guy is the Willis had the red zone. Willis said no, Charbonnet stay on, on uh, just give it to him. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they didn't give it to him enough because Gino fucking shit the bed, but. You know, give me the damn ball. Give Enough of the trick plays, Bert. Run the dang ball. Run them ball. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you have anybody different? Um, not really. I like the Bijan pick. Um, I might just say Aaron Jones, like you said, or AJ Dillon. I think that's a good start against Denver. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's some value there with AJ, obviously get him if if you know Aaron's not starting. But you know. Maybe Swift, just because we talked about ground control, too. I think that game's got to stay on the ground. So that's somebody you might see catch four or five balls and have 20 fucking totes this week. So like the upside there. All right, wide receivers. Um, we've talked about him some points on this show. Uh, it's Mr. Thousand Yard receiving years. Uh, I'll take Mike Evans uh, against the Atlanta secondary. Um, I know that they've been good. Um, but if Baker Mayfield doesn't have any limitations, I like Mike Evans this week. Uh, I get it on paper. If you look at DraftKings, it says that the Atlanta Falcons are the fifth-ranked defense. Um, I don't give a fuck. It's Mike Evans. He's going to find a way, uh, especially after not having a great game last week. I feel like this is a big bounce-back week for Mike Evans. Um, obviously, Puka, Puka Shell Nakua, uh, because we've talked about how badly banged up the Rams running back position is. So if they're going to throw the ball a lot, he's another guy that I like. Uh, He's going at 76. Mike's going at 71. My value pick for this week is going to be Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers, 5,600 against the Denver Broncos. I know he's going to get himself some PS2, um, but I I think that he's also going to get the other members of that secondary uh, at points, and I think they'll be able to uh, find a way to get him the football uh, more frequently coming out of the bye week. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll start my lineups with the $9,500 uh, two girls and one Cooper Cup. Um, nice. I mean, it's, it's you know, like you said, the running game is uh, it, going to be so uh, in, inconsistent, if you will. You got three different guys coming in. Non-existent, even better. So, yeah, Stafford's going to be throwing the ball a lot. And, you know, that's yeah. his favorite target. And for value... I'm going to go against my team. Hollywood Brown at 5,300. Hollywood getting, getting Getting no less than 10 targets a game. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's just pepper and pepper and pepper. And, you know, Seattle, Seattle's been having problems with the slot guys. So, go ahead. Malcolm Brown, 5,300. You know, it's funny you, bring, you brought his name up. I was going to ask you earlier. That's a name I'm hearing in trade talks, too, is Hollywood. I wouldn't you know, be surprised if he had else. Right? They're trying to tank. I mean, get rid of the guy who's getting fucking 15 targets a game. Yeah. Trade trade the piece that is catching the dang ball. 
Yeah, exactly. And really quick, really quick, a lot of people on TV, you know, on the fantasy shows, they think this is going to be one hell of a trading deadline. Like yeah. they're starting, they're starting to say it's starting to look a little bit more like baseball, where yeah. teams are, you know, hey, let's just go all in and you know, fuck them picks. Well, I mean, yep. if you have a team, if you have a team like Denver, who's going to sell off probably every piece they have, well, they have to. Dude, listen, that trade, that trade, as happy as I am, it destroyed that organization. Yep. You took on a bad player, you gave him a bad contract. The team is just in shambles. You took you, you took on an aging player and paid him yeah. like he was in his prime. I'm not going to say yeah. they took on a bad player because he wasn't a, lot, a bad player, Craig. Okay, uh, you, you can sit here and you you can you can yeah, say that he's a drama king. Now. You know this, no, that, and the other. Watching him with with no drive and no fire and no desire on the field is what I'm talking about. And, and that's talking. It. Yeah, and guess what? We have a younger version of him right now. His name's fucking Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I know I drafted him, but oh. <laughs> could help yourself. I mean, I'm just yeah. sitting here telling you right now. the The problem was it wasn't the trade; it was the pieces they gave back, and then giving him that much money at 37. Yeah, he's not 37. No, but a lot of that money that is now dead money is going to be 37, 38, 39. Oh, I think, uh, that's, yes, yes. That's yes, what yes. I'm saying. A lot of that dead money, if they were to release him, and they're willing, and they're it, willing to walk away from it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that hurts them in two years when all of that yeah. dead money fucking eats up ninety percent of their yeah. cap space. Sure, well, that's, that's why they got to go team. young. So it's rookie that's contracts. At that point, you're hoping to smash on your draft picks, yeah. sell the shit out of the team, get everything you can back for him, yeah. you know, and go that way. Yeah. Correct. You have to. Yeah, you have no um, choice. Honestly, if you're not starting Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, or Sam Laporta at tight end in, in, in yeah, your draft games, uh, they, they're the they're the Sunday they're the, they're the Sunday, Sunday night. night game. This is Never the Sunday. Um, I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say Darren Waller um, against Got Washington. Tyrod Taylor. I, I feel like yeah. he's gonna try to get him involved. <laughs> so, he had a good game last week. Yeah, what, was, what was his what was his line last week? I want to say it was like five or know, five catches, five, five for sixty yards, five for forty-three. All right, he came alive. And the and the week before against Miami, he had sixteen point six points. He had eight catches for eighty-six yards on eleven targets. Yeah, so he's coming back. Anybody else? No. All right, defense. Um, obviously, on paper, um, the Bills and the Rams because of who they're playing. Same with yep. the Raiders. Um, I'm going to go as far as saying I'm going to take, again, from a pure value perspective, and the fact that they're only 2,900, give me the Chicago Bears playing at home against the Las Vegas Raiders with either Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Um, I'm, I was surprised when I looked earlier, but I'm going to take the Chiefs at 2,400. I don't care if they're on the road against fucking the, the, the Clippers. The Clippers are no, they're, they're, they're home against the Clippers. Exactly. Yeah, they're even better, they're home against the Clippers. And you have the Chiefs defense has been one of the better defenses this year in San They have been surprisingly. And and you're the and they're the fourth cheapest defense to own. They average they average eight point three points on uh DraftKings. 
a week. Just saying. So I mean, honestly, I would consider for 2700 taking the Detroit Lions. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We just talked about them. Yeah, true. I want to look at I want to I want to see how many points a week Buffalo averages. The Buffalo Bills defense averages 12 points a game. Yep. Obviously that that that's skewed because of that 32 point onslaught against Washington back in week 3. Yeah. But yeah. Um all right, so that's your uh that's your thoughts on our daily fantasy stuff. Um you guys have anything else before we go? No. Good. No. All right. Uh always uh, as always check your waiver wires. Uh, make sure you have some backups just in case one of those running backs uh, has been eaten alive by your guys. Start your guys on your fucking Sunday games in your regular positions. Don't start your fucking guys in the fucking flex spot and then handcuff yourself like idiots. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Stay do off it. the weed. Dummy. Whoa. Mm. What the fuck, bro? What are you, Nancy fucking Reagan? No, I'm, just, I'm, 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 no I'm Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> That's pretty good. Can I can I can I close it out with my uh with my favorite Colin Cowherd quote? Don't sure. do meth. There it is. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week on the FKC okay, Fantasy. Bye. Good night. Not the balloons. Balloons. Balloons.